everybody. And here I am. There you are. This is Katie K9. I'm your nooner now every Sunday from noon to two. So hopefully you found me. Uh, I got new listeners, hopefully, with a new time slot. And hopefully my old listeners uh, from four to six was are able to tune in or at least catch the podcast. Remember, you can if you miss the show or you're driving and you can't write things down, uh, you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to my Katie K9 show page, and bingo, there's my past shows, and you can jot down things and pass it along and la, 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 la. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Well, good. Can't complain. Complain. Uh, it's a little bit, a little bit warm out there. Oh yeah. Even though I was a couple of weeks ago when it was ninety and like seventy degree humidity, yep. that was a uh, not good. <laughs> no, it was uh, this very one here. Terrible. Yeah, it's it's the air's heavy, but you know it's not like <gasps> my um, husband's do- uh, daughter uh, sister lives down in Phoenix, Arizona, in Scottsdale, and she just said it was a hundred and fifteen the other oh, yeah. day, <laughs> but that was dry heat. So, you know how they always say, "Oh." But it's dry yep. heat. It's not doesn't have the humidity. It's like ah, excuse me, no. <laughs> I can I can vouch as someone who's visited my homeland of Oklahoma. It, the dry heat isn't as bad down there as it is like. I, I suppose Scottsdale is probably worse, but like I've been to Oklahoma in the 115 degree weather. And it really, yeah, it's hot, but it's really not as bad as you would think. Like, really? Yeah, it's 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 manageable. Oh wow! And so you're from Oklahoma. Yep. First few years of my life spent there, and then. Lord knows why I came up here. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully your parents brought you up here. Yes, they did. <laughs> okay. But yeah, though, uh, I don't know. It's hot is hot. But, you know, then the people that are complaining, oh, it's so hot. But those are the same ones. Oh, it's so cold. Yeah. It's like, folks, just deal with nope, it. We, yeah, we can't make just up our minds because we'll be saying the opposite oh, in about six I months. Know so. it. I know it. It's just crazy. It's the never-ending Minnesota cycle. You got it. Same with construction. <laughs> okay, just a reminder, because it is going to be so hot this week, ha- hot Asphalt, air temperature 77 degrees, asphalt 125. Asphalt 86, or air temperature 86, asphalt paved, 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 there we go, you know, trails and such like that, 135. And here it is 97 degrees outside, and the, the pavement is 143. So please, folks, keep your dogs off the pavement, all right? Walk them on grass, and hopefully when it's when it's this hot and kind of sticky and muggy, you're not going for very lengthy walks. Hopefully you just go out, potty breaks, and then go for a real small, maybe a couple blocks out, a couple blocks back, and then uh, hopefully you got a kiddie pool for your kids and teach them to go jump in and out of it with no water. If you have to throw a tree in there or something like that to get them going in and out, and then put a little bit of water in there, and then pretty soon they're playing and they're having a, a grand time. The only uh, breed that really doesn't like water much is huskies for some reason. You know, they just kind of like, yeah, not so much. Interesting. But, yeah, but, it, you know, hey, there's there's exceptions to every everything. And then coming up, don't forget, August 4th is the Cat Video Festival at uh, CHS Field. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there uh, with the realtor, No Place Like Home. And so hopefully you can find the booth. And they always have great giveaways, and, and it's a lot of fun. And then the birthday bash is coming up this Thursday at Lush. Believe it or not, I don't go to many things because I live in the country. And I, I mean, folks, I really have a hard time. It's one thing to go through the cities; it's actually to stop, yeah, find a parking spot, and all this. And so, luckily, my really uh, a girlfriend, good girlfriend, uh, Anne, is going to be my Uber driver. And so, uh, so I'm going to be going to the 20th bash. Uh, that's going to be this Thursday. Uh, Lori and Julie are doing a live show from three to six, 
and the whole thing lasts from three to eight. And so I'm, I'm rather excited to be able to see everybody that, you know, Don, Donnie's going to be there, Dingo Donnie, when, when, with my show, but he's Donnie Love with mm-hmm. Lori and Julia. And then Ian and Margie, I guess, is, I heard is going to be here. And she, uh, they were one of the, uh, that's um, Jason and Alexis took over their time slot. You know, so anyway, uh, when Ian and Margie uh, left. And so anyway, because he had really bad tinnitus. And uh, I don't, I feel bad for her. I guess my husband's got it. Never said anything until I'm just talking to somebody. And that's how I learned a lot about my husband. <laughs> Listen to him talk to other people. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. So mark that down on your calendar. Uh, so this Thursday, I'm going to be at the 20th birthday bash at Lush. I'm all excited to see the, uh, that's Jason's, uh, uh, is in partner with other people with that bar. And I can't wait to see what the, see it. It'll be great. You know, Jason's just a wonder of what he, he's got, Betty and Earl's. You know, he's got his uh, radio show, he's got his TV show, and then now he's got Lush. That man, I don't he's know. He's a man of many hats. Oh, man, I don't know how he can keep up with himself. It's just like, he's a wonder, he's a wonder. So anyway, um, okay. Uh, today I want to talk about uh, rehydrating your dog's food. And then also I want to talk about cats and their food, dry or wet. I want to give you a challenge, okay? So, uh, it, uh, but so tune in. We'll talk about that. And then dogs that go nuts at feeding. And then, uh, of course, you know my big, big, big thing is you know overweight dogs and cats that drive me over the edge. And uh, we're killing our pets with kindness. And a lot of people feel bad that their dog has become a pork chopper, a uh, kegger, or same with your cat. And uh, all folks, all it takes is just to cut back. And usually, the biggest uh, demise of the waistline is uh, treats. And so the best thing to do is that, you know, Nutrisource has got those uh, great treats that are less than three calories a treat. And so hopefully that you can, it's a superstar training treats. And so you can just use them as regular treats. But, um, or then you use uh, regular vegetables, all kinds. Uh, and then just cut down and spend, the older the dog gets, the less they need to eat. And unfortunately, most people feed them as they're a puppy. And there's a lot of dogs out there that'll eat anything that ain't nailed down. <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta be mindful because you all are gonna be on your knees when it's, when they're checking out. And then if you knew that you could have them a couple more years, because if they were thinner instead of fatter, and that's what dogs or cats, you'd take it in a heartbeat. You're always praying for another day, another week, and whatever when we know our animals are leaving. And so that's why, you know, you can give them that by not killing them with kindness, by overfeeding them, okay? So that's really, really important to, to cut back. And then, you know, like a large dogs, you know, whatever uh, you're feeding, I usually tell people, cut it in half. Uh, especially if they're over five years old. But uh, what you want to do is go by how your dog feels, not by how they look. Your eyes will lie to you. You want to feel your dog and feel your cat. Just kind of like us. I can, if, I, if I push really hard, I can feel my ribs and say, oh, I'm not overweight. <laughs> but truth be told, <laughs> I could lose a couple pounds myself. But one thing, uh, my pets, all my pets, all my dogs, cats, horses, I'm in charge of the feed dish. My All my animals have been the picture of health. And I've never had to deal with diabetes or anything like that. Um, or joint problems because they're overweight. Uh, and um, I know when they're leaving me, and you guys heard me say this several times over 20 years of being on the radio, is that um, when they're leaving, I know I did not put any chemicals in or on them that I would not put in or, my, in or on myself. I have not over-vaccinated, one, one and done. Okay, I uh, have kept their waistline as trim as possible. You know, I want to feel ribs from the front rib to the back rib and see a waistline and hips. 
And so the whole thing is, is that, you know, you, you all, you know, you're going to be on your knees when you, it's time for them to leave. But, you know, you're overweight in same in humans that, you know, it's not going to help us any. And you are in charge of that feed dish. So it's really easy for you to just cut back. Use smaller dishes. All right. Use smaller dishes or bowls or whatever you use. Because uh, we unfortunately we eat with our eyes. You know, like when you go out to eat. OK, Josh. And here's this ginormous plate. All right. And here's just a little bit in the center of it. You're kind of like, ah, excuse me, where's my vittles? Yep. <laughs> okay. But now if they use a smaller plate, put that same amount on, it looks like you're eating pretty decent. All right. And so that's why you got to use smaller bowls for dogs and cats and such like that. So that then your eyes are saying when you put, just like me, I never say I'm going to go on a diet. I just use small plates and stuff the heck out of that. Yep. And if I would put that on a regular size plate, I'm not eating that much. You know, so it's all to do with our eyes is what it is. So anyway, oh, speaking of uh, plates, uh, the Hugo American Legion 6 post 620, that, that's what I belong to. Anyway, the, the, the Vanellis on the lake that used to be up in Forest Lake is now using their kitchen. So it's Vanelli at post 620. We went there the other day for dinner. Their spaghetti, you know, I usually don't eat spaghetti out because I can make it, right? Oh, the spaghetti oh, yeah. with the meatballs was so good. You should, uh, and oh, you, sh- you, you got to try oh, their their Italian stuff. Is really they got other things on the, uh, but their Italian. Oh, my one girlfriend got her husband got a hot dago. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find the plate. Speaking of portions, <laughs> this was a big plate, and you could barely see the plate for the yeah. hot dago that was on it. <laughs> and then they had got. I'm not a mushroom person. They were get. They got uh, portobello stuffed mushrooms. Okay, and it's like. It looks the present the presentation is great. Yeah, but it ain't going through my lips. <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay, so wait, I uh, wait for your uh, questions. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, we do, we do have a caller actually. Okay, but we got to go to break. Right? Okay, yep, yep. Okay, so now according to Japanese legend, a six person, a sick person will recover if they fold one thousand of what type of origami? All right, fish. A crane, a frog, or a dragon. We'll be back. We're back. I appreciate you listening to the KDK9 Show. I'm your nooner now every Sunday from noon to two. According to Japanese legend, a sick person will recover if they fold 1,000 of what type of the origami? Fish, crane, frog, dragon. What do you think? Uh, Fish. Nope, it's crane. According to Japanese legend, the crane lives for a 1,000 years. And a sick person who folds a 1,000 origami crane cranes will become well again i love origami and i appreciate people that do it but <laughs> yeah i wish i don't i unfortunately don't have that much time on my <laughs> yeah no kidding no kidding okay we got amy on the line but amy can you hold on we're gonna i'm gonna i want to take a, a question here before we get to you amy okay we got amy delong we're gonna talk about or essential oils and so uh anyway yeah, yeah uh here we go let's get, take the first caller here all right, so we got uh, Selene with a cat constipation question uh, regarding diet. Okay. Hey, Selene. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Good. Hi. I've talked to you before, but not about this cat. Okay. Um, so my 16-year-old cat, a few weeks ago, she had one day, She she's always been a good eater. She didn't want to eat. She was really, she didn't move around much. Okay. When she did, she seemed real stiff, or, you know, when she walked, and the next day she seemed fine and so then a week later same thing so i thought well there's a pattern here there's something the matter so we went to the vet and they did blood work and that was fantastic nice especially for her age yeah 
Um, but they did, so they did an x-ray and she had, the only thing they could see was she was constipated. She had a stool that was, it hadn't, you know, it wasn't close to coming out Okay. okay. and a lot of gas. And okay. so they did an enema oh. to get it out, which was stressful for her. And, yes. and she had some after effects from that. Yeah. But I was wondering, she eats only, well, I asked the vet what, causes this and he didn't really know he said well maybe she's not getting enough moisture in her diet but she only eats wet food good um but and then the other thing about her is a couple months before that she had a urinary tract infection and so she had a that a shot of a antibiotic yep and I wonder, could would an antibiotic cause constipation? Possibly not a general rule, but anything's possible. So okay, but what, being so, that you're feeding a wet food, a wet diet, and the, the age of your cat, I would add a little bit of warm water to the canned food just to give her more okay. moisture. And then I also would add anytime, and this works for humans too. Two things that'll get you going pretty quick. One thing is butter, real butter. Okay, you could put a little bit on her pa- uh, her foot oh, and let okay. her uh, let her lick it off. Also, extra virgin coconut oil. Okay, oh, okay. and it's good for their coat and 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 kind of grease the wheels. Okay, and so now you got to remember when you grease the wheels, pay attention here. Okay, it's not so yeah. much as a dog. You got to get the dog out. Most cats can make it to their litter box, but see, as they age, what you want to do, and especially if you're not feeding any dry food whatsoever, which I'm so happy for you uh, that you you do that. That uh, like I said, the main thing is then add extra moisture to even their, uh, their what you're feeding them. Okay, like you can. okay, okay, because that's what you just wanted. Because cats lick their food, they don't chew their food, and so, anyways, oh, right. yeah, and so that's why making it a little bit more gravyish will put more moisture into her system. Uh, and then with the antibiotic, did you do any probiotic at all after she had the antibiotic? I didn't, I, it didn't even dawn on me. Okay, yeah, that, so that's what I would do. I would get, I would start adding a little bit of um, uh, uh, probiotics back into her system. You know, in, in okay. just mix it in with her food, all right? And, you know, vitalplanet.com is one of the ones, or mercola.com. Those are the two that I really like the best. Okay. Okay. But we'll look into but, those. Yeah, so okay. like a little bit, uh, like, how many pounds is your cat? She is about eight and a half pounds. Okay, so then you could do like a half a teaspoon of butter and then okay. um, and just put it on her uh, paw, okay, and then and let, let her lick it up. And then um, the extra virgin coconut oil, you want to do maybe not even quite a half a teaspoon. Okay. okay. You can, you can I put, tried putting some on her food and she just yeah. ate around. No, that's why, like so I I'll say, put it on her you say, yeah, you put it on her paw and the cat's, ew, what did you put on my foot? Yeah. <laughs> and so now they got to lick it off. There's no way to get it off. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, sometimes when they poo poo it on their food, then you just put it on them and then they'll lick it off and now they got yeah, it. She'll so. Away. Yep. Okay. So that's the okay. best thing to do. But uh, thank you for not feeding any dry food. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't eat it anyway. Yeah. She's good. Very oh, good. No. Um, that... Can I ask you one other quick question about a completely different topic? What? Um, my German Shepherd, who's about seventy-five pounds, I got her an amber collar for flea and tick. Yep. And I've done that for. You know, a few years, never found ticks. This year, she's got the collar, and I found a couple ticks on her. So I bought some diatomaceous earth, but I don't know how much to put on. Well, you just put it in a baby sock, zip tie it, zip tie it shut, 
Okay, and then you're going to give uh, one good pat on between her, like a back of her neck and a shoulder blades, one good okay. pat in her chest area, and then one good pat like where her tail and her butt come together. Okay, so okay. you don't coat the dog. No, you don't have to. And then if you're going to so be going good. out in tall grass, you can give one pat on each leg. You can't overdo it, okay? Uh, but the thing is, you don't need to use all that much. It works really good, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, kid. We'll do that then. Thank Take you. Care. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Let's head to the phone for Amy. Amy, are you with us? I am. Hey, Amy, how you doing? I'm good. Oh, good. Sorry to put you on hold there. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, Amy DeLong. Okay. Amy DeLong, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? You've uh, been on the show a couple of times, but for our new listeners with my new time slot, they may not be acquainted to who you are. So, I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay, well, Amy Gallant, I am a holistic pet care practitioner, and I have a whole toolbox of holistic uh, methods. Uh, <laughs> animal aromatherapy is one of the big ones, right? Yeah. And uh, do some animal communication and healing and, and Tellington Tea Touch. Okay. Okay, Tellington Tea Touch, a lot of people don't know what that is. That used to be really big. It's not, you don't hear about it as much as uh, you used to when it first came out. Explain what the Teleton T-Touch is. Um, it's a way of working with animals that uh, you, you can use touch and movement to help release the tension and stress in, in the body, and um, that can affect physical ailments and also behavioral elements. Kind of like us, and, you know, we carry tension in our shoulders. Yep. And um Animals tend to carry it in the rear, okay. in the hips. Yep. And uh, fearful animals especially have it back there. So whenever we're dealing with fearful uh, animals, working that part of in their hips and rears can uh, help them feel safer. Oh, wow. So now... release that tension. Okay, so like are you giving them like a finger massage, like circular motions, or what are we doing? Yep, yep. There's a number of different ways. I mean, the core of the tea touch is a circular touch um it can be like a quarter size or half dollar it can be your whole hand it can be fingertips okay um it all depends can be the back of your hand too and you can also just stroke it stroke them right like a long stroke pet down their back okay um but yeah so and, and we only work at a level of like where you're moving skin so okay. not deep like a massage into the muscles. Okay. Okay. Not that. Not deep massage. Not deep massage. Okay. No. Okay. It's really, you know, it's interesting if, if you, like any of your listeners, can just uh, do this with your pet, whether it's a cat or a dog or any animal, um, just even taking quarter-sized circles with your fingertips at different parts of their body and notice how much the skin moves. Okay. So oftentimes the shoulders will move, you know, they tend to be a little more relaxed up there, but if the more concerned your dog is about things, the further back you go, the skin's likely to get tighter. Or the tail, too, you know, they tend to hold their tails down, right? Mm -hmm. Those dogs that tuck tails all the time. Yep. They're going to have more tension around the base of their tail. Okay. So if you just take like the fingertips, like your pointer finger and your middle finger, and just did circular motions like the side of a, size of a quarter, correct? Yeah. Okay. And so we're doing yeah. it kind of like on the rump, you know, the 
the the the thighs aside, you know, type thing, because that's back there. And then, well, it's kind of tough to do that to a tail, I guess. <laughs> you can work a tail. I work a tail. Um, even if you just hold the base of the tail and try to do circles with it, oh, really okay. small, okay. gentle circle, just moving it, you'll feel some dogs are like yeah, resistant. Oh, wow. Right? Okay, they well, resist. They don't want you to move the tail. Oh, nice. Okay, well, hold on to that thought because we got to take a break. So hold on. Here's a trivia question. <laughs> okay. Think about this. What is the only king in the deck of cards without a mustache? The king of clubs, hearts, diamonds, or spades. We'll be back. All right. Thank you for listening to the Katie Canine Show. I'm here every Sunday now, noon to two. I'm your nooner at from noon to two. All right. Which king does not have a mustache? The king of uh, clubs, hearts, diamonds, or spades. What do you think there, Josh? Spades. Okay. Why don't you bring up Amy? Let's see if Amy's got a uh, thought on this. Amy? I'd say heart. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. It's King of Hearts does not have a mustache. I got that one. <laughs> I'm impressed with myself. I had to stop and think that for a second. But I had to look at it you know, right away. I'm trying to visualize all the kings. <laughs> Correct. There, there you go. Okay, we have Amy DeLong. She has, she has, uh, works with essential oils uh, for your dogs and uh, cats. And uh, I don't know. So do you do humans? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Mostly the humans that are connected to the animals. Right. right? Yep. Yep. But oh. yep, the oils are the same. They work the same for people and for pets. Yep. Now, if they can get, how can they get a hold of you? Best way is through my website, uh-huh. which is amywilliamsdelong.com. All right. Delong is D E L O N G, right? Correct. And Amy is A-M-Y, because there are different ways <laughs> of spelling Amy. And then Williams yep. is Williams, because they haven't messed that up yet. <laughs> so amywilliamsdelong.com, correct? And so they can see more of what yep. you're going to do. And so, uh, and uh, now today, uh, let's go back to talking a little bit about the shy dogs, as far as how, because you've helped me with my shy dog class and put together a handout of oils that could be useful, you know, to help shy dogs. So why don't you kind of touch on that? Um, Yeah, so shy dogs, they really need to feel safe, right? Yep. And they need some confidence. So then we look at some grounding oils like vetiver or angelica root, maybe cedar wood, um, and combine them with confidence oils like Ylang-Ylang or orange. Okay. Those are good ones. Okay. Okay. And and how did the, the oils, um, uh, do you put them like, uh, like on a bandana for them? Do you put it like a little bit on your hands and then like go through the coat? What's the, the normal way or ways that you can, uh, you know, put these, use these oils on our dogs? Well, I don't recommend bandanas or collar pendants or collars because I really believe that the animals deserve a choice okay right they get so many they don't get choices a lot yeah but um they need a choice to be able to get away from a scent okay they if they don't want to be around it so um especially so like if you're training for you and we've talked you know people can just put those oils on their pant legs oh okay um or their or their legs you know rub it on them because that's where their the animal's note or the dog's noses are right right is, is down there so when they're training that tends to work really well um if you're at home you can diffuse them 
um, with a with a diffuser. But if you want to do it, otherwise, put a little on your hands, diluted, and then go ahead and pat your dog, starting like at the shoulder. Okay. Work your way back, um, and you can put it, you know, go down the legs. I just don't start like put it all at their neck. Right, right. Still, it's right there by their nose. Now you said diluted. Now what am I diluting it with? Like a drop of oil to dilute? What am I diluting it with? Um, I like like a fractionated coconut oil is a good option. Any type of carrier oil you really could use. Um, like car- olive oil, if okay. that's all you have in your kitchen. Oh, okay. Um, you could use uh, regular coconut oil, but then it depends on the season here, right? If yep. it's going to be hard or if it's going to be melted. Right, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but our jojoba oil, which is spelled J-O-J-O-B, looks like jojoba, but oh. <laughs> jojoba. Okay. Um, and I like that oil as well because that is actually more of a wax. and it looks like an oil, but it's more like a wax, and it absorbs really well, and it doesn't leave our, our dog coats oily. Oh, okay. Like, olive oil could leave a dog coat oily, you okay. know, or it could, you know, stain clothes or something like that, where uh, the fractionated coconut oil is a very lightweight oil as well. Okay. Um, now, is that like and, extra... But I like jojoba. Is that like uh, extra virgin coconut oil? You're saying fractionated. I have not heard that with coconut oil. Nope, fractionated is a different, basically they take all of the good stuff out of the extra virgin cooking, you know, the kind we have in our kitchen. Okay, okay. So they process out all the good stuff, and which is why it's fra- it's fractionated. Okay. That's the process. Okay. And um, it just leaves you with kind of a light, very lightweight, some light moisturizing Oh, wow. So it does not have all of those great um, omegas and things in it, like the extra virgin. Right, does. right. So I, I would, but yeah, but quickly would be a olive oil or the jojoba oil that you just talked about, right? Yep. And so yeah, you could use anything in any. any I mean, the, the heavier the oil, it's going to make your dog's coat oily. Oily, right? right. Exactly, so, exactly. So, and then they might lick it because they like the oil taste. Okay. If it's your cooking oil in the kitchen, but ah. um, you could use like safflower oil or sunflower oil. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, there's quite an, a bunch of options. But okay. I so, like jojoba and I like fractionated because they don't go rancid very quickly. Okay. Too. So it's something that you can just have in your bathroom closet covered and, and not worry about it going bad. Okay. So now how much oil, how many drops of oil am I mixing with how many, like a <clears throat> tablespoon or of, uh, of a oil, or how does that work? It would be uh, at one percent. That is one drop of of an essential oil yep. to one teaspoon of a carrier. One teaspoon. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. So, now, like three drops per tablespoon. Three drops per tablespoon. Okay. So now you've got this on your website too, don't you? Um. Where they, 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 I, I have a dilution chart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a dilution chart available. I'm not sure if I have a link in my website or not. I have to update my website. Okay. But I do, if any of your listeners are on Facebook, I have a, a Facebook group called Aromatherapy. Wait, Animal Aromatherapy Made Easy. Okay. Um, and I do have links in there, and you can ask me all kinds of questions oh, in nice. that Facebook group, too. Okay, so that was Animal. I'm going to write this down. Okay, animal, what again now? 
Were you Facebook? Aromatherapy. Oh, oh sure. Maybe you okay. That's a lot to say. Maybe. Yeah, easy. it is. <laughs> okay. I'll be dead. That's your Facebook page, correct? That That's the Facebook group. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And then... um. I'll have to put a link on that. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Just talking out loud. <laughs> hey, that's okay. <laughs> okay. What else uh, can we, uh, do you got for my, for my listeners today? Well, thunderstorms. Yes. Right. Um, the wonderful thing I love about essential oils and thunderstorms is they are effective immediately. Right. So just inhale and within seconds, those, chemicals are having an impact on your on your dog wow and so it's great for those um dogs that like maybe need like tramadol or something to get through storms and you know how the storms pop up in the middle of the night you don't know and by the time the the meds kick in the storms are gone yep that's so So the oils can work really well for that. Okay, which which are um, some of your favorites? Works. Yep. What are your some of your favorite ones for thunderstorms, fireworks? Um, thunder uh, vetiver. How do you spell it? And V E T I V E R. Okay, and then what's the next one? Valerian root. V A L E R I A N. Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. And that's like the same plant of as Valium. Oh, really? Right, originally. Oh, wow. So there's a kind of a connection. It's a very sedating oil. Oh. Smells like rotten socks. <laughs> so you don't <laughs> really want to just take a big inhalation of just Valerian root. Um, wow. But when you blend it in, uh-huh. uh, another one is Roman chamomile. Roman chamomile. Yep. So those two together um, are very sedating. Okay. Now, how um, how about you know? Go ahead. I was going to say you can always make a cup of chamomile tea. Okay. And offer that too. It's far... just herbal tea. Okay. Not caffeinated type of the tea, but you have just herbal chamomile tea. Okay. Now, what That's am I doing? You mean alternative? Okay. Now my dog's not drinking it. Is he just smelling it? He could do either one. Oh, really? Okay. Yep, cats too. Oh, wow. Okay. So offer some chamomile tea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who, who would have thought? Yeah, it? just in the bowl. Um, you know, I mean, we would never put it in their water bowl. Right. Right. You would okay. offer it as a separate bowl. And just inhaling the smell of it can be enough. Really? Um, and cats can do that too. Okay. And then anything else? Is that those, those, um, those are the three main? Those are kind of, those are my big three that okay. I put in the there. And three. then sometimes I'll, depending on what other issues are going on, um, orange is a nice one or uh, sweet orange because that helps to counteract the valerian smell. Okay. Um, and you can always try lavender. People have lavender, but... My experience is that dogs don't tend to uh, choose lavender very often. Okay. I know I wouldn't. I hate so it. So they, <laughs> they might like bergamot better. Okay. 
I said, now what am I doing with if I use one? Can I use all of them at the same time, or is it just preferable to use one? When it comes to thunderstorms or fireworks, I'm blending all of them. Okay. So I might, I will blend in about a one ounce bottle, and I can put six drops of oil into that one ounce bottle. Okay. And so I'm going to put like one drop of valerian, one drop of chamomile, one drop of vetiver, you know, one drop of orange. And then I'm probably going to put a couple more drops of something in there. Okay. Um, but yes, I would use them all together. Okay. And now am I mixing oils with this? Like, you know, like the... Uh, what do you call it? like that? Uh, yeah, like the olive oil or whatever. The bus or the Frank. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna di- have that diluted. So my one ounce bottle is gonna be filled up with a carrier oil, like the jojoba or the uh, FCO is what you may have seen fractionated coconut oil. It gets abbreviated as FCO. Okay. Um, and you can put that in the bottle and then add your drops. Okay. Well, that's I would. That's great for that. So for thunderstorms, fireworks. And such like that, correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah, or any, I mean, it can, it's a sedating blend. Right. Anything, like, I've been working with a few dogs that had construction on the streets in front of their house. Ooh, okay. And so the noise of the banging of the big heavy equipment was bothering them. So it's good for that, too. It's good for any time, you know, it could be used for a vet visit. Okay. If you have, uh, if your animal gets really stressed out, going to the vet. Oh, that's excellent. Okay, we got to run to break. Okay, you want to hold on, and then uh, when we come back, we can uh, polish up uh, what our, my listeners need to know, and then we'll let you go. So hold on, don't don't turn the and don't hang up. Okay, what does okay. okay what does karaoke mean in Japanese? Drunk singer, empty orchestra, shower, uh, shower singer. Or Frightened Orchestra. We'll be back. Hello. Thank you much for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Hey, I'm a poet and don't know it. My feet show it because of Longfellows. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> what does karaoke mean in Japanese? Drunk singer, empty orchestra, shower singer, or frightened orchestra? What do you think there, Josh? Showered sing- shower singer. Shower singer. What do you think, Amy? I was going to say soured singer, too. Okay. It's not. And believe it or not, I got this one. Okay. Karaoke is a word formed by putting two Japanese words together. Kara, K-A-R-A, that comes from karapu, karapu and means empty. And oki, O-K-E, shortened from oki, uh, it's O-K-E-S-U-T-U-R-A, meaning orchestra. So it means empty orchestra is what it means. And that's something. I just guessed mm. on that one. And I got it. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, well. Okay, we're talking to Amy DeLong. Now, Amy, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, amywilliamsdelong.com. All right. And then Josh can put a, a link up on my show page at KDK9. So you can just go to mytalk1071.com and you'll be able to click on that. That'll be coming up later. That They'll be put on my website, okay? And then um, now, what do you want to leave us, our listener, with today? 
Well, two things. One, we always have to remind them not to diffuse essential oils 24-7. Yep, that's a huge one. I passed that one along. And once you told me that, I'm not a diffuser myself, but I got a couple of girlfriends that let it run 24-7. So... And why yeah, don't we? And don't, why don't we want to do that? Well, because our pets' noses are incredibly sensitive. So even if we're not smelling it, they are, and and it just gets to be too much for them. I mean, if you see your dog or your pet, you think they're really, really relaxed and look, that's great. They're probably more lethargic and have <laughs> been overexposed to essential oils, okay, rather than just being really relaxed. Okay. Okay. And, um, and then what's the other so, one? And plus, you don't get any. Well, you don't get any more benefit by running it longer than a half an hour. Okay, no longer than a half hour. Got it. Is that you once? A, is that, that is that once a day? No longer than a half uh, you hour. You could do it two. Or, you could do it two times, three times a day at a half hour. That would be plenty. Okay. Got it. I'm writing this all down. I'm learning myself. Plenty here. for our animals. Yep. Okay. And so um, now one thing, going back to you gave us, you know, the one ounce bottle, you know, with the drops of oils in it. Okay. But now the thing is, is that now how am I putting that on my dog? Am I putting it on my hands and putting it on the dog? What am I doing with the drops once I get that bottle? Put on hands Um, and wipe on dog. Yep, I would put it, I would put it a little bit on my hands, wipe my hands together. Okay. You can just offer your hands to your dog first. Okay. To let your dog check it out and smell and see what that, you know, the longer that they take of smelling it, the better they're taking it in and it's going to be helpful for them. Okay. Um, and then when they're done, you could just pet them with it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, sorry about yeah. that. All of a sudden, I was looking at my notes. It's like, okay, what am I doing with it? Because <laughs> some people, yeah. you know, will either like try to put it in them, you know, uh, or on, you know. So I just wanted to make that perfectly clear that this doesn't go in the animal. Okay. Nope. Well, uh, I don't do any essential oils internally or on food or anything like that. Okay. Um, and then, would... what else you got for uh, final words? Well, I wanted to throw out their little challenge to any of your listeners that have essential oils at home to take a bottle and with the cap on, just set it on the floor and let your dog check it out and Ooh. see what they do. Um, it's a way of letting them tell us what oil they would like to work with. Oh, there you go. There you go. Now, obviously, you don't put them all together, right? You kind of space them out and see what the dog lingers around, right? You okay. could, I would put maybe three or four out, you know, a couple feet apart or, and, it, you know, especially on a day like today, where you're not going to go outside so much. It becomes some, you know, something interesting and different for them to do. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Now, what other things can you help people with? You can help them with, uh, obviously, anxiety. You know, not the dog, not the humans. Well, you can do, but but, but we're talking about the dog or the cat. <laughs> the humans, oh, yeah. You okay. know, Katie, it goes through the leash. Right? Oh, you the got humans it. humans are more anxious. Yep. That's the animals what... tend to be more anxious. You're very true. Very, very, very true. So what other things can they get by going to your website and talking to you? What can you help them with? Um, age, anything aging related, you know, the pain from arthritis and walking dement, doggy dementia. Okay. Yeah. Um, we work with cats too. I do a lot of this aromatherapy with cats and we work with dried herbs. So you could set herbs on the ground instead of the oil. Oh, nice. For cats. Okay. Um, dogs can do that too. Okay. It's not just the cats, but 
um, allergies, itchy skin. Right. Okay. You know, cool. um, anything, anything, any anxieties like separation anxiety or the shy dogs, the reactive dogs, the, you know, just about anything. Okay. Okay. You are a wealth of knowledge, Amy. I greatly am so glad our paths crossed. And so hopefully some of the listeners will give you a holler and have learned something here that will help their pets too. So that's, that's what we're all about. Try to spread the knowledge, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, you have a grand day. And uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll, we'll put the link to you up on my show page here at mytalk1071.com. So hopefully you will get some uh, people that need some help. Okay? Yeah, sounds great. Thanks, oh, Katie. You bet. Take care. Have a great one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. There we go. Amy DeLong, uh, Essential Oils. Uh, she is just uh, unbelievable. Uh, so you do well. Uh, to get a hold of her if you've got a problem or like we you know you can go back get the podcast and get the what she the one ounce bottle of what to put in it and then uh, try something yourself so that was very nice of her to share that so i greatly appreciate that so anyway where are we at here sir uh we do have lynn we got about a minute left but we have lynn with a question regarding a stray kitten okay well let's quick try to do well no we know she get talking and Lynn, I applaud you for hanging on. Can you hang on? So when we come back from the break, you will be up to bat immediately. Okay. And then uh, though any of those, you guys got any questions when you come out of the big break, uh, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And so you can call and then we'll get you in. But, uh, but Lynn's going to, she's been holding on pretty near since the beginning of the, the show. So she's got a question about a stray cat. So hopefully well, we will get to that if uh, not hopefully we will <laughs> get to yeah. it the second that we come out of the big break so anyway okay here's uh the the, 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 the the question how long is a jiffy you know the hey i'll be back in a jiffy indeed okay how long is a jiffy one billionth of a second one millionth of a second one quarter trillion of a second or one trillion of a second we'll be back